0: So, if you have sermon notes, uh, they are in your bulletin. Go ahead and take those out. And if you have your Bibles, turn to the Gospel of John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John chapter 9. As you're turning there, I just want to let everyone know that we are expecting miracles today. We have been fasting and we have been praying for you. And we, we are so excited to pray with you and to believe God for a miracle. So John chapter 9, verse 1. Now as Jesus passed by, get comfortable because we're going to read an awful lot. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth and the disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents, that he was born blind. Jesus answered and said, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when, when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he had said these things, he spit on the ground and he made clay with the saliva and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay. And then he said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. And he went and washed, and he came back seen. Therefore, the neighbors of those who previously had seen that he was blind said, Is this not he who sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He's like him. He said, I am he. Therefore they said to him, well, then how were your eyes opened? He answered and said, a a man called Jesus made clay, anointed my eyes and told me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and I received my sight. Then they said to him, well, where is he? And he said, "I, I don't know. Verse 13, they brought him who formerly was blind to the Pharisees. Now it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also asked him again how he had received his sight. He said to them, he put clay on my eyes, I washed, and I see. Therefore, some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God. He does not keep the Sabbath. Others said, how can a man who is a sinner do such signs? So there was a division among them. Then they said to the blind man again, What do you say about him because he opened your eyes? He said, He must be a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he was even born blind and that he had received his sight until they called in the parents of him who had received sight. And they asked them, saying, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered and said, We know this is our son, that he was born blind, but by what means he now sees we do not know, or who opened his eyes we don't know. He is of age, ask him, he'll speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if anyone confessed that he was Christ, they would put them out of the synagogue. Therefore the parents said, he's of age, ask him. Verse 24, So they again called the man who was blind and said to him, Give glory to God. We know this man is a sinner. And he answered and said, Whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I know, though I was blind, now I see. Then they said to him again, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered and said, I told you already. You did not listen to me. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples? And they reviled him and said, You are his disciple, but we are Moses' disciple. For we know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we don't even know where he's from. The blind man answered and said, Well, why, this is a marvelous thing that you don't know where he's from. And yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not hear sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. Since the world began, it has been unheard of that anyone has opened the eyes of one who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him and said, You are completely born in your sins and you're trying to teach us? And they cast him out. Verse 35, Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of God? And he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and it is he who is talking with you. Then he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may be made blind. Then some of the Pharisees who were there with him uh, heard these words and said to him, Are we blind also? And Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say we see, therefore your sin remains. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would open our understanding today into your word. And Lord, as we walk through this sermon, I pray that faith would rise in our hearts to receive a miracle from you. You still do miracles the same way you did back then. You do them today. So, Father, I pray that faith would rise in each and every heart. To receive your special gift to us in Jesus' name. Amen. In John chapter 8, we just read John chapter 9, but in John chapter 8, Jesus is leaving the temple after a little skirmish with the Pharisees. You see, it was at the temple that Jesus said, Before Abraham was, I am. And this made the Pharisees crazy because he was making himself out to be equal with God. You see, when Moses when Moses uh, was speaking with God and God said, I want you to go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. And so Moses said, well, whom shall I say sent me when I go to tell Pharaoh, uh, let my people go. And God said this, you say to him, I am sent you. So what Jesus was revealing to all the people of that day, including the Jewish leaders, was that he was deity. Write that down. His deity, he was revealing his deity to the Jewish leaders, and they took up stones to stone him. Today, if you have come expecting healing, you have to understand who it is... That heals you. You're not going to be healed because you came to this church. You're not going to be healed because of prayer in itself. Jesus Christ, the only son of God. Write that down. The only son of God who gave his life on the cross for our sins. He is the Messiah. And he is the only one that can heal us. So, when you are healed today, you will be healed by Jesus Christ. In your notes, sin equals sickness? As Jesus was leaving the temple, the disciples said, Jesus, you see this blind man over here begging. Who sinned? Him or his parents that he was born blind? So, there was an understanding that some people experience sickness as a result of rebellion or sin towards God. Now, to the disciples' credit, they were right, but not about this particular man. In the book of James chapter 5, and you can turn there if you would like, but I'll read the scriptures for you. In James 14 through 16, it says this, Are you sick? Call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him or her, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So that would be in the name of Jesus. When you come today, there'll be people standing all across the front of the church. These are our leaders in the church. And when they lay hands on you, they're going to pray for you to be healed in Jesus name. So that is the name of the Lord. Verse 15, and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Verse 16, confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Number one, the first thing we learn here is when you're sick, we are to come to God, come to church and the leaders, write that down, and the leaders that the Lord has established for healing. So you're going to come to church, and then you're going to come to the leadership that the Lord has established for healing. Number two, those leaders are to pray the prayer of faith, and the scripture says the Lord will raise them up. Amen? It is Jesus who is our healer. Thirdly, this is a caveat, if you have sinned, And you want to be healed, then you are to confess your sins and you will be both forgiven and healed. You are to confess your sins and you will be forgiven and healed. So the disciples weren't totally off here, but nonetheless, they were wrong about this particular blind man. So here's a question Does your sin equal sickness? Is your sickness a result of sin? Many in this room would say, I, I, I don't know, or no, it, it couldn't be. But just, just listen for a moment. If your sickness, though, is a result of sins you've committed, that can be very good news for you today. Why? Because if you confess your sins to God, write this down, you will be healed. Not you might be healed, you will be healed. Hallelujah! That is good news. Confess your sins to God and receive the Lord's healing. The works of God. So Jesus answered the disciples and said, Neither sinned, not this man nor his parents, but so that the works of God may be revealed. You know, sometimes we just get sick. Right, As a result of living on this earth, maybe because we've worked in certain conditions for 20 years, eating certain food, or, or maybe it's just hereditary, we get sick. All of us get sick. But I want you to notice this. There may be sickness. You may get sick. But so that God can be glorified, Jesus said, I have come to heal. I have come to work his works, Jesus said. God is glorified when you are healed. God is glorified. God wants to heal you today. So smile, brother. Smile, sister. You don't have to go home the same way that you came. So Jesus, very unusual, he spit on the ground. There will be no spitting today, okay? Unless somebody gets really excited while they're praying for you, then you might get a little shower. But just treat it as a shower of blessing. Okay, no spitting today. So, Jesus, because he's Jesus, I would not recommend this, he spit on the ground and he made clay and then he put it on this guy's eyes. And he said, go wash. And then we don't know where Jesus went. This man went to this pool of Siloam. And he washed, and when when he washed off the clay, he could see. Well, what happened? What happened was Jesus healed this man. But he was also challenging the mind of the Pharisees. You remember reading this, the Jews had a law that on the Sabbath day, you could do no work. And so let me help, help you understand that. On the Sabbath day, you could only travel so far. You couldn't travel, for example, let's just say it was a mile. You could only travel what's called the Sabbath day's journey. So you could travel to your synagogue and worship and back home, but you could go no further. You were not allowed to work around your house. You were not allowed to work in the field. You were not allowed to buy anything or sell anything. You were not even allowed to prepare your food. So you had to prepare your food on Friday for Saturday, that was the Sabbath. Saturday was the Sabbath, okay? So in order to challenge their hardened hearts, Jesus told this man to walk further than he was supposed to walk, and then to wash. You weren't even allowed to wash on the Sabbath. It was forbidden. But instead of saying, who did this? How did he do this miracle? Could this be the Messiah Those Pharisees said, he did this on the Sabbath. He broke the Sabbath. He's a a sinner. Nobody from God would tell us to break the Sabbath. And instead of just looking at the plain facts, the man was born blind, but now he can see they let their pride and their own understanding of things hinder their belief in God. And you want to know what? We could do the same thing today. Maybe you've come today and your friend invited you and, and deep down you are really hoping for a healing. But this church is, is different than the church that you attend or, or maybe the music's a bit different and, and you don't really like that. Or the service is not what you're used to, and you just, you think you just can't accept that. Please don't be like the Pharisees today who elevated their religious version of things over Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Please don't miss out on a healing today because you're closing your heart to a different version or a different presentation of church than you are used to. Simply open your heart to Jesus and believe. God is present to heal you today. Have faith and do not doubt. Jesus found him. In verse 35, it says that Jesus found him. And asked, do you believe in the Son of God? I love that. Jesus found him. The scriptures teach us this, that all we like sheep have gone astray. That's the blank. Have gone astray, each one turning to his own way. But Jesus, like a good shepherd, went looking for all of us. And he found this blind man... And likewise, Jesus is searching for you today. And he has found you here. And he asks you the same thing that he asked the blind man. Do you believe in the Son of God? Well, the blind man answered and said, Who is he that I may believe? And Jesus said, You have both seen him, and the one who is talking to you is he. And the blind man said, I believe. And he worshipped Him. The most significant question you will ever answer in your entire life is this one. Do you believe in the Son of God? You see, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son... ...that whosoever would believe in Him would not perish... ...but have everlasting life. What does that mean, perish? It means eternal separation from God. Eternal separation from God. All of us have sinned. All of us have taken our own path. All of us have made poor or sinful choices. God knowing that we would be eternally lost marred by our sins forever, loved us so much that he sent Jesus to pay the price for our sins and redeem mankind back to himself. Jesus paid the price for you. He paid the price so you don't have to. But there is something that we have to do. Write this down. We have to believe. We have to believe in God. We have to believe in Jesus, his son. We have to be willing to confess our sins and repent of our sins. And if we are willing to do that, then we will be born again. Our sins will be washed away and we will spend eternity with God. Although you may have wandered away today, Jesus has found you. Don't miss this opportunity to return to God and begin a brand new life with Jesus Christ. I'm going to invite everyone, just would you bow your heads at this time? No one looking around. We want to give you an opportunity to answer the question that Jesus asked, do you believe in the Son of God? if you're sitting anywhere from our middle aisle over towards this piano side and you have never asked Christ to come into your heart or you have walked away from the Lord but He has found you here today and you want to make a commitment to Him, I'm going to ask that you would raise your hand high enough so I can see it. And we're going to pray with you. Is there anyone? Yes, 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 I see your hands. Yes, I see your hands. Yes, is there anyone else? I need to make a commitment to Christ as my personal Savior. Maybe you're seated in the balcony today. I need to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. He's asking you, do you believe in the Son of God? If that's you, would you raise your hand? It's me, Pastor. I believe. Maybe you're seated the opposite side of our piano. We want to give you the opportunity to answer that question. Do you believe in Jesus, the Son of God? If you do, would you raise your hand high enough so I can see it? And we're going to pray with you in just a moment. Yes, I see your hand. Yes, sir, I see your hand. Yes, ma'am, I see your hand. Yes, I see your hand in the back. Is there anyone else? I need to receive Jesus Christ today. He is the Son of God. Maybe you're seated in the balcony. I need Jesus as my personal Savior. I answer, yes. Yes, ma'am, I see your hand. Yes, ma'am, I see your hand. Is there anyone else? I want to receive Jesus as my personal Savior. Let me invite you to pray with me now. I'm going to pray a prayer that you can repeat after me. And I'm going to invite our congregation, if you will also pray this prayer. Dear God, I realize that I have sinned against you. I have gone my own way. I've lived my own life. But today, I answer the question. I believe in Jesus The Son of God, Jesus, I surrender to you. Come into my heart and wash my sins away. Reunite me with the Father. And from this day forward, I will follow you in Jesus' name amen amen if you prayed that prayer and you believe that in your heart jesus has come into your heart and the best news is this is that your sins are washed away when we stand before god on judgment day when we stand before god on judgment day and the books are opened our sins will no longer be there our sins will no longer be held against us isn't that beautiful In in just two minutes, we are going to be praying for the sick, but at the beginning of the month, the Lord gave me a song, and uh, it came to me so quickly in my prayer time, and I want to share it with you. It's meant to encourage your faith, so uh, Luis and Jason, if you would come.
1: I carry this burden. Will I ever be free from it? I'm tired of all the pity. Oh, God, just free me from this. Come to the altar for prayer. Time and time again. Father, let this be the time when I'm finally here. And you said, Knock and it will be open. Seek and you will find. Ask and it will be given. My child. This is your time. You said knock and it will be open. Seek and you will find. Ask and it will be given. My child, this is your time. So step out in. Crush, doubt, and fear. Be given, my child. This is your time. He said, Knock and it will be open. Seek and you will find. Ask and it will be given, my child. This is your time, my child. This is your time, my child. This is your time.
0: Hallelujah.